beautiful people. It's been a minute, but we are back, baby. I want to say I got my tea right here, but I'm not going to lie. I'm actually drinking coffee right now. Sorry, but I am ready to kick off this episode of the podcast. It's funny. I actually didn't know if I was going to start this back up again, but just the other day I saw this girl on campus and she told me, you know, I was feeling really down and then I listened to your podcast and you just made me feel so much better. So I don't know. It was really sweet. And I was just like, well, now I got to make some more episodes because how can I not, you know? It just really made my day to hear that. You guys seem to really like these, and I like making them, so, well, here we are. I got a couple of questions from you guys that I'm going to answer today, mainly about dating and relationships, being in a long-distance relationship, how to win back someone you love, how to deal with the pressure to be in a relationship, and just a couple of fun fall activities to do with your friends or significant other. So without further ado, let's dive right in to this episode of Tea Time Talks. To kick off this episode, we're going to start with, as you might have guessed, thinking about one thing we're grateful for and one thing we're looking forward to today. And it could be anything, big or small. One thing I'm grateful for today is this coffee. I've been really busy lately and tests have been coming in, so it's just really, you know, getting me through. If you were curious, which probably none of you were, but I'm going to tell you anyway, my usual Starbucks order is a vanilla iced coffee with coconut milk. It sounds so basic, but it tastes so good. And one thing I'm looking forward to is this fall weather, sweater weather. If I could live in sweaters, I would. But lately, it's just been 90 degrees every day, and I'm just not about it. I'm not with it. So feel free to pause the episode here and just take a minute to think about something that you're grateful for and looking forward to today. Okay, so now I'm going to answer some of the questions you guys sent in. Thank you for those who did. I really appreciate it. And I know some of these situations are really personal, so thank you for sharing. I think it's really important that we share our stories and share what we're going through because that not only helps us, but it helps other people too. You know, it helps us see that we're never really alone in what we're going through or what we're feeling and that so many other people have gone through or are still going through the same things that we are. Also, just as a disclaimer before we start, I'm 20 and I'm still trying to figure out life, so please just take my advice with a grain of salt. You know, I try my best, but if my advice doesn't help, you know, just don't blame me. So the first question we're going to dive into today is from a listener who wants to win back the guy she loves. She says, So I'm going through a breakup. I want my partner back. I love him. I really can't see myself with anyone else. He's my equal. I'll admit, and he knows that I messed up, but over the summer we were perfect and on a recovery path. Now that I'm back at college, I don't think he trusts me anymore. And I tried speaking to him, but I guess I have to give him time to heal before he can speak to me. We've been together for three years. I can't throw that away. Point is, I want my partner back and I need advice. So first off, thank you for reaching out. It's a sucky situation and I'm sorry you have to go through it. You know, we're only human and we mess up, but those mistakes don't define us. We mess up, we deal with the consequences, we reflect and try to learn from them to understand why we did why we did what we did in the first place and hopefully not make the same mistake twice, but That's just life. We mess up, but forgive yourself for that. You're amazing and one of a kind and deserving of all the love in the world. I think giving him time to heal is a good idea. You know, trust is fragile and it does take time to rebuild. You know, do your best just to show that you care, that you're trustworthy and invested in the relationship, but really I think the best thing that you can do is just give it time. I mean, you said you rekindled over the summer, so clearly there are still feelings there and you both want to be together. I just think that there's just some healing that needs to happen. So just keep going, be yourself, and I think the best thing is just to give it some time. You will get through this, trust me. On to the next question. How to deal with the pressure to be in a relationship? Okay, here we go. 
listen, I know how it feels to be single and just get sucked into this negative mindset where you're just like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I find someone to just love me? Like, what am I doing wrong? And I get it. I really do. But getting sucked into that mindset doesn't help anybody. I mean, it it is therapeutic to just kind of feel what you're feeling in a moment and maybe vent to some friends, but just don't let yourself stay there. Sometimes, you know, you just got to pull yourself out of your bag, remind yourself how truly amazing you are because you are, and that anyone would be lucky to be with you because everyone is capable of and deserving of love. You are amazing. Stop lying to yourself thinking that you're not. You are a beautiful human being. You are enough and you are loved whether you realize that or not. Being single is always just something that's looked down upon. It's as if being single is almost equated with being undesirable or unloved, as if you're not worthy or not good enough if you're alone. And that's just crazy. What's even crazier is that we actually let ourselves believe this. Someone either liking or not liking you shouldn't define your worth or value as a human being. Everyone has their own taste. I might be someone's cup of tea and I might not be someone else's cup of tea, but that's okay. There's someone for everyone. At the end of the day, if you like you, then you're eventually going to find that person that does too. You can't force a relationship or else it just ends up being unhealthy. And you don't deserve that. So take the pressure off, because this pressure to be quote-unquote cuffed makes people crazy, makes them change themselves to get into a relationship, makes them seek out a relationship just to be in a relationship, makes them almost afraid of being alone, makes them desperately chase after something to try and fill a void that just can't be filled with anyone else's love but their own. I get that feeling of just wanting to find that person, that best friend, that person that's going to want to get to know you and love you, and I get it, it's okay to want that, everyone does, but getting down on yourself for not having that yet, or feeling the pressure of it, that's not okay. You shouldn't feel pressured to be in a relationship. You are whole and enough and perfectly and beautifully complete as you are. You need to love you and love the life that you shape for yourself. Love will come to you. You can't chase it because if you try to chase it, that means it was never yours to begin with. What's yours will come to you. This actually kind of reminds me of something my grandma said. Apparently, when my mom and dad were dating, my mom told me that my grandma had said to my dad, if she's for you, you'll get her. If she's not, you won't. And that kind of mentality, I think, applies to a lot of things. You know, you can try hard and work towards what you want, but for a lot of things in life, you just, you're not in control. And we hate that. We hate the unknown and we hate the uncontrollable, but it's healthy in order to let go of that pressure to not hold ourselves to expectations and just let our timeline unfold because everyone has a different timeline. And sure, we can be somewhat in control of things, but you know, we can sit in the driver's seat, but we still have no idea where the road is gonna take us or what we're gonna face along the way. The pressure comes from a need for control and from expectation of what our lives should look like at a certain point, but sometimes we just gotta let go of that and be excited about not knowing what's gonna happen or who might come into your life. My point, I guess, is to just work on what you can control, work on you and loving who you are. I think that energy is just gonna attract people into your life. Just take the pressure off of yourself, let your story unfold, and just stay excited about your life. At the end of the day, you just gotta be yourself and you gotta do what feels right. You don't need to be in a relationship. Just be. Live and make memories and have fun and do things that make you happy. Life happens when it wants, and a relationship will just find you when you least expect it. Or so that's what everyone keeps telling me. So, on to the next question. This question is from someone who is currently in a long-distance relationship and is finding it to be kind of hard. 
So, long-distance relationships are tough. I think they work for some and they don't work for others. It just depends on you because every relationship is different. Being so far away from someone you care about is hard, which is why I think trying to keep the communication is key. Maybe plan the best times where you're both free to either FaceTime or call each other because communication is everything. Even if it's something as silly as sending a snap every day. Tell them about the little things that happen. Tell them that you miss them. Just be honest about how you feel at every point in the relationship and keep that communication as open as it can be. Also, maybe try planning fun things the two of you can do together or somewhere you can go together when you eventually see each other. You know, spending that time apart can really make you appreciate the moments you have together when you actually see each other in person, you know, which can actually be really beautiful. You enjoy your independence and then when you do come together, you end up just being really present and appreciative of the time you spend together. So maybe in some ways long distance can be a good thing. It's a challenge, but if you both really care about each other, I have no doubt that you'll get through it. And last but not least, some of my ideas for some fun fall activities to do with your friends or a significant other. Um, city trips. Apple or pumpkin picking. Maybe a hike, you know, check out some beautiful scenery. Um, oh, you could bake those cute little Halloween cookies with like the images on them. I forgot what they're called, but those are good. Um, you could just make like different snacks together. Baking anything really is just a fun activity to do with anyone. You could have a scary movie night. Drink whatever your drink of choice may be and paint some pumpkins or carve them. You can go to a haunted house or a hayride. Maybe drive somewhere nice, bring some blankets and just stargaze for a bit. Uh, you go to one of your school's sports games and cheer on your team together. I don't know, I think that's about all I can think of. So I hope at least one thing works for you. So that is the last question for the day. I've been loving the questions and topics you guys have been sending me, so please keep them coming. You can just DM me, or if you want to send maybe like a voice memo of you explaining your situation or asking your question, I can put that voice memo into the podcast to add a little spice to the episode. But however you want to do it is up to you. And also, if you have a personal question, you just want to talk to me like and not have it on the podcast, like you can DM me too, and we could just talk. So yeah, I think that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and tune in next time for another Tea Time Talk. Happy sipping!